Welcome, Welcome to the therapy session. <laughs> Welcome to the heart to heart. Um, what's it? M M A session. Imagine I get yeah. anonymous section. <laughs> Guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for listening. Um, my name is Shinidumawa, as always, and um, there's precious Woko here. Um, firstly, before before he says anything, um, I want to apologize on my behalf. I think we'll do his own apology because <laughs> we are done before him. <laughs> yeah, I want to apologize for um, the fact that we don't have an episode out for if you yeah. it's been crazy. Yeah, I've had to do health challenges and all of that stuff, and all of that stuff. Well, we're back now, and <laughs> this recording is on Sunday, by the way. And a precious, we're supposed to have an episode out on the Vigia, and for well, it's been two weeks now. And yeah, what's, what's the plan for that? <laughs> the thing is the thing is we, have, we just we just we're almost at the end of the season okay so <laughs> we have to like take it from here to the end of the season and and you know like we'll do like <laughs> we'll see what comes next generally because at this point a lot of things are in the air <laughs> Yeah, a lot of things, a lot of things. And um, you've made aware of those things. I it's and anywho, I, I have to shut up my mouth right now. <laughs> so where do we start from? <laughs> we we can start from what just happened yesterday. That's a good place to start. And it's actually beautiful that I I, I don't know for you, but <laughs> I I actually laughed a lot yesterday. It was it was like this the game yesterday was was exactly the same the same way I felt when when we lost six one to Spurs. I I did not I did not show any emotion at all when those goals kept pouring in. More than it, it wasn't just the scoreline for me because at the end of the day, like it should have been more. Okay, it should have yeah. been more than that, and we're lucky we're lucky to get away with. With just four goals. With a four new trash. Yeah. Because Robert even missed like an open an open goal. Like so And they hit the post as well. So there's there's really it was just really the quality of performance, you know. It was just the quality of performance. The quality of performance was way higher from Brighton and which is very disappointing. So I was having a chat with Magzi, you know, who we had on the show last time, mm-hmm. and, and that was before the game, okay. And then we had a very long call today about the game, and what I told him before the game was, I watched Brighton. If we don't play with quality, we are going to get trashed, because this season, like, I really took my time to watch Brighton. You get because. Graham Potter is like it's Graham Potter. He's he's been he's been a revelation as an English manager because he does not coach like an English manager. Brighton do not play like an English team. You guess the okay. way they play, the completeness of their performance, and then 
I have said it repeatedly that I think in our conversations between the both of us, I've been saying how good Kukurela is. <laughs> yeah. Like, and how much energy. Because this, this guy starts at left back, okay? And then he pushes up so high, even higher than the wing back. So imagine the kind of energy that it takes to get to the top of the pitch and back. And do it every game. Because I don't think he's missed many games this season. You get. And you can't say it's a problem. In short, I don't know. I really don't know. I think it's it's a problem of of ability, class, dedication, everything. Because we were totally outplayed. Like, they were doing flicks all over the pitch. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, like Bisuma yeah, was yeah. running running circles around McTominay. And there was this point where I don't know who he juggled the ball over. But then he was doing it so freely, like this was just this was just an education on how football should be played to these <laughs> players and then they wear the Man United shirt. Like that is the shirt that they step out to the pitch with and then they put out the kind of performances. If it was me or it was me if I was a coach. Those players would never play for my United again. And that includes McTominay, especially. Magic, we already knew that he was done for. And then yeah. he, he, he was somehow believed to be midfield cover when we all knew that he was finished. Fred in the second half should never play for my United again. Dalot, Teles, Teles. never play for my United again. Because you put of these kind of performances. Like, how? Consistently. Just like, just like you'd expect a good player to put to put You can't do that. Elanga was horrible. Like, the basics of being a footballer is what is always lacking in this team, okay? Because we had Bruno on the right doing nothing. He was just confused all over the place. Doesn't know where he was supposed to be. Jamata was all over the place. Like, Ronaldo, no service. Like, and that was Brighton. That wasn't Liverpool. That wasn't. That wasn't Tom Man City. Man City. That wasn't Chelsea. That was. That was Brighton. Brighton and Hove Albion, and we were outplayed. It was as if it was a Champions League match, and we were playing the reigning champions. It like, was like. It was like. I think the. I, I think. Um. What's his name? I've forgotten the person in particular that that described that described how we played against Chelsea. Um, he basically he said that it's like an FA Cup game where Chelsea are obviously the bigger team and we are the championship team fighting to stay in the game. Now that was it's crazy. It's crazy because it was on that right wing. Now, for example, the combination of uh, what's his name? So, uh, was this Sula Sulemach? I what, and this other guy Pascal Gross. Like, it was just there was nothing too fancy about it. They were playing obvious passes, but yeah. like my United players were always a second late. Like, it was just embarrassing, bro. It was just so embarrassing because these players have have seen all kinds of managers. Now, the one mistake. That I know that Ten Hag would be making if if he decides to go along with that is if he decides to like 
these players, if given a chance, you get would perform differently. That would yeah. be that would be overestimating his ability as a coach because these players have seen so many coaches come and go. You get, and at the end of the day, it's always the coach's fault. You get. Mm-hmm. Now I understand if you're giving opportunities to people like Dalot to Tellers. Understandable, but players like McTominay should not play for my United ever again because, like, the basics of being a midfielder was lacking yesterday. You, you, it, was, not, it was not just yesterday. I, I don't get the hype around this guy, and I'm, in fact, I'm never for I don't think, I don't think there is a hype. Okay, but then, there's, there's but then hype. there is, by, there is this belief. Okay, okay. There is this belief that. McTominay can do this and he has these attributes and he can he can score goals occasionally when we are playing Burnley. So like and that's that's just that's just terrible. That is how that is how poor like our expectations have become as my United players. Like now, it's... okay, okay. I don't I don't know who we are going to get, you get, but I know that these players are just wrong. And then if you gave them under season, they they have an ability cap like on their head. You get mm-hmm. they can only become so good. Like Fred is never going to become better. Like they say he starts for Brazil, but what job does he do for Brazil? Does he do the job of and that's international football? International football, you can afford to have a defensive unit and attacking unit. Do you understand? You can yeah. keep some players back and then push the others forward, you get, and try to attack the opposition. So that you can maintain this defense attack balance. And basically, anybody that you're facing, you don't really know them that well, you get. Even your teammates, you don't even know them that well because... Exactly. There's they change so with every game. Train with your players. Yes. Now, so, you can get away with that. But when the opposition has had time to prepare for you, Brighton knew they were going to play Man United. And... We've had so many games this season where the coaches came out and then they tell you that they plan to attack this place. They plan to attack this person. Do you understand? So, yes, because these people cannot do the basics. They are, they are qualities that a, player, football, a football player should have that some of these guys are lacking. And that leaves them open to exploitation. It was like against Manchester, they said the, the, the left wing, which is... The uh the right back position where Aaron Wambisaka uh, occupies that the intentionally targeted there because he has poor positioning. Like these are not things that should be heard. You get and it's just as if it's a circus of mediocrity. You get and you all are laughing in training. What are you laughing about? What are you like? Do you know? I... What are you laughing about? Really you have like... a, a mediocre right back Wambisaka, mediocre midfielders. McTominay, Fred, like nobody is raising the standard. Nobody at all. In nobody. attack, we we don't have any attackers right now. Okay, Rashford is out. Not like he was in before. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Rashford is out. Elanga is shouldn't be playing in the first team with with the way he's performing right now. He shouldn't play in the first team at all. And We've we've had to push Bruno to the wing to occupy Dramata. And there's just when I was discussing with Maxi earlier, I told him that when you look at the way Dramata plays, he's having bad games, but he is a refined footballer. 
you get. Yeah, yeah. The way he, he moves with the ball, the way he passes the ball, the things he tries to do, the way the things he's looking to do, you get. You would know that there's a footballer in here. There are players in that squad that cannot even get into that Brighton team. Mm-hmm. I told you when we beat Tottenham, you get. I told you that Tottenham squad was way better than my United squad. And I'm glad that it's all out there in the open now. You get, because when I say these things, I don't say them with bias. You get, when when I'm bantering, it's obvious, you get, but when I'm talking football, you get, I try to, like, stay as neutral as possible and look at the stats, you get. Now, if if you come to this My United team, like, how many of these players would actually get into a mid-table side? I'm sure McTominay can't get into the Brighton eleven because every single player on that pitch, starting eleven and subs, outplayed him, and they would outplay him. They've been outplaying him the whole season. The whole season, and now that applies to the whole of our midfield. Now Matic, McTominay, Fred, all outclassed by any single Brighton player. So. That is that is how poor it is. The Lindelof and Varane partnership, I think there there could be there could be hope there, you know, because not every time a goal is considered, it does not necessarily mean that it was the defense. That lot yeah. was I don't it was culpable for I think like two goals, and that is that is that okay, that's that it happens. I don't think I don't feel quickly, like it's I, totally I, the defense's fault. I. I don't think Varane Lindelof will work. Um, I know that Maguire Varane will not work. I know that. I, I, I know I that know, Maguire Varane will not work. Drive to play Harry Maguire, and that's why I'm happy that United are in the market for a centre back. So basically, um, the stats the stats are not in favour of Lindelof or Varane in terms of ball progression. That's ball carries from defence to attack, and that's. That's very important in the way the new manager wants to play. And that's why um, there's been talks of Jurian Timba. The, <laughs> the interest is genuine. And for, for a player that is 5'10", Jurian Timba <laughs> is pretty good on the ball. And that's why I don't think um, in the love Varane will work. Because if, if, even, even if you're going to have both CBs, um, that, if, 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 even if you're going to have two CBs, um, with the way you want to play, even if you cannot at that point afford to see that wants to play how you want to play, you'd at least have one a ball playing centre back here. Yeah. So, Varane is Varane is very good at ball playing, but uh, then there is no out ball. You don't you don't understand this thing. You get you don't just get a ball playing team, a ball playing centre back at Burnley. You get mm-hmm. and expect him to play the ball. Who do you play the ball to? Do you get? Yeah. You have a ball playing centre back, but who will he play the ball? Do you understand? That's a simple question. Where is the defensive midfielder to receive the ball? McTominay intentionally positions himself in places where it's most difficult to give him the ball. Yeah, and then he, he does some, some heroic stuff and people clap for him. Now, like when you watch when you watch the, the way the way we play, like there's nobody dropping back to receive the ball. You get now mm-hmm. when you watch Liverpool when they are progressing the boy even master somebody in the team somehow like 
people try to drop back to receive the ball, to receive that incisive pass you get through the defense. You get like football, like even third man runs. You get all these things are parts of the game. When someone makes a run backwards, you get someone makes a run forwards. Like yeah, this was this was just this was just all over the pitch for Brighton. And Brighton is just a mid-table team. You get. And then there was nobody in that United team that was capable of coordinating something like that. I I don't know I I don't know if it's if it's people have been saying that it's most Ralph Ralph's fault. But then come on, it's we we have it's not his fault, bro. Like this is when he came, he wanted to play a four four two. Okay, he wanted oh. to play a four four two. Now he tried to coach these guys, and we went on a losing streak. Like, okay, we are not exactly losing. You get, but we are not winning either. Do you understand? And you could see how terrible the football was. The only difference was that we had fit players then. You get. But now injuries are everywhere. Now, when he tried to do that, I, I didn't think that it took him long enough to know that these players were incapable of doing what he wanted them to do. Yeah. And it's obvious. You could see it. It's like, it's like fitting a square peg in a round hole. Like, mm-hmm. the, it was never going to work. You get, that's what I'm saying. If Ten Hag comes in, Ten Hag comes like, in. Tries to redeem the players. Yes, I just redeem these players. He's going to have the he's going to have the most terrible awakening of his life because he's going to realize that some of these players will never be good enough. After matches, you can see a head coach come out. Somebody as Ralph Ragnick. When when he came to the club, okay, let's say he's not we, we all knew that coaching was not his main job, okay? Because even in the early days of his career, he preferred to be a director, you guess, than a coach. Yeah. You get. And that that is one thing that I hold my United responsible for because you could have brought Rafragnik in as a sporting director right from time and then bring in an interim coach too. That is an actual coach. Do you understand? But mm-hmm. one thing that everybody has agreed and can agree on is that Rafragnik knows his football. Well, it's not he it's knows... not even I mean Rafragnik Rafani was not is not even a bad option for the interim. No, no, no. I'm saying we could we could fault maybe his in-game decision making and all that. He could have done better, do you understand? But for him to to watch this player's train, you get be in the training ground with him and come out after a match and tell you that we need 10 players. It says a lot. Do you understand? Yeah, it also says a lot about the players in question. Yes. It does say say a lot. So if Ten Hag comes in now and believes that there is hope you get for some of these hopeless Man United players, you get that is the first thing that he would get wrong. And everybody is going to blame him. But with all that I'm hearing about him in the press, hopefully he doesn't make that mistake because he's made it clear that it's going to be his way or no way. You get. So yeah. but you can't how how do you expect to improve a player like McTominay that is probably earning more than Fabinho and it's, Liverpool? It's not. It's not. It's not even, I mean, with with the way with the way with the way we see football and with the way with the way football has come, and teams have to be mobile. <laughs> McTominay is really mobile, unnecessarily mobile sometimes. <laughs> but then, I mean, he's twenty seven next year. He's not getting any younger. 
it's not even it's not even about mobility, bro. It's football intelligence. Like you just need like where do you play? Like which team plays that way? Which top yeah. team you That's... get that that has a personal destroyer that all he can do is to foul. Like Kick players. <laughs> do you get you you mm-hmm. don't even tackle properly. You, you just foul. You just foul and you can't pass. You can't dribble with the ball. And there is this misconception that you can shoot. <laughs> it's what it is, my man. It's what it is. What I'm saying is, I just want to see what the new coach is going to do. From what I've heard, he's a brilliant man. So, And I'm sure he likes to work with those around him. So, I'm sure he would try to an extent to listen to what Radnik is going to tell him about these yeah. players. Ralph and I'm sure he's not going to be saying he's not going to be saying the best things about these players. Mm-hmm. The only players, the only players that have managed to make progress from the start of the season till now is only Jadon Sancho and Cristiano Ronaldo. Every other person, every other person is not vindicated from this season. And if they are ever going to be given an opportunity to play for Man United again, they should fight for it. You get they should yeah. have to mm-hmm. prove themselves to the players, to, to their fellow players, to the coaches and to the fans. I I I don't know about, about proving yourself because I I I feel like there are some players that you should that should not be at Man United. And it was it was it was a mistake from whoever negotiated those deals. Whoever scouted, for example, there's a report that that we looked at 804 right backs, and then decided to sign the one that cannot position. I mean, um, and what's 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 your, what's your number 29? Um, um, what's his name? I don't know. Ambisaka should be nowhere near a top 10 Premier League club. McTominay, same thing. So even even when you want to prove that you can play for, <laughs> you want in your spot, this player should not be a Man United. And, and, and the thing is. The thing is, I don't really agree with Wambisaka because Wambisaka is 22 at most, you mm-hmm. get right now. So, I think physically, he's he's okay, you get. He has the stamina and then he has pace and he has some trickery in him, you get. But then he needs coaching, you get. He needs coaching and he needs a proper right back to look up to. Do you understand? Because yeah. at this moment now, if you outrightly sell one Bisaka, you're going to make heavy losses. And you get heavy then, what you can this. do is buy a proper right back, you get, and let Dalot and one Bisaka learn from him. At least you might get one good right back from the two of them. <laughs> you get. And yeah. by a good right back, I don't mean Trippier. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean the level mad. of Trippier because that was what that was what they were considering signing Kerr and Trippier for Man United. Get a a, a Joao Cancelo, better still a Walker, Kyle Walker, kind of right back. It is what it is. Like to an extent, it's more than the physical. You get people have to be intelligent enough. Kyle Walker plays can play as a third centre back for Man City. He can also push up in the pitch. He can play. He can basically step into midfield. And this is the completeness he's, you get that these players. It's so important taught. that they had to move Cancelo to left back to let him play. 
That's the thing. When Walker is fit and Man City have to defend, Kai Walker is always going to play. He's always going to play a right back. And then we can see that, obviously, the whole game fell apart when he was subbed off against Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't talk about Pep Guardiola shot. <laughs> I think, I think uh, what can you, what can you say about Guardiola? At this point, I think I think we've we've beat the Man United bush like you know we can we can we can yeah. say something about the the Champions League semi final. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, We can say something about it very quickly. Uh, and... like, yeah, and we 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 should talk about it because we we talked about it after the game. We had a call. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he was at fault for that game. Uh, no, I don't either. I think, he tried. I think, he brought in a more defensive midfielder. He did everything. I think he was, he was outsmarted. I don't think he was outsmarted. It wasn't a game oh, of tactics. I, it was a I game think, of mentality. Yeah, yeah. It's mentality. And I know. It, what was it? I mean... Um, yeah, what Carlos midfield was not so great. Till he took, till he took off Cruz and 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 what's what's the other guy's name? Luca. It was it was a game it was a game of mentality because basically, when when Ancelotti brought in Asensio and and um, what's his name? Kamavinga. And mm-hmm. basically, what he was trying to do at that point was attack. Okay, so. He was trying to bring in more options in attack, and it happens towards the end of every game. He gets the team that is losing, that have the ability to score a goal. You get are always going to be pressing. You get so at that point you don't need defenders. You get, you just need. I think there was at some point Real Madrid Chelsea that Cavaja was the the second centre back like. Yeah, yeah. Do you get like that's what happens basically if you're looking for the goal. You guess the other team has to sit back. So now what happened was I don't think Ancelotti did anything anything tactically different apart from the fact that he brought in an actual right winger, you get and took off mm-hmm. and took off Tony Cruz. So I think what happened was it was a game of mentality. You get and Real Madrid had had people that believed they could win, and they had they had people that they just had the mentality. Real Madrid have the Champions League DNA. <laughs> the Champions League, Champions League DNA. They just have they just have the belief. Yeah, you guess they just yeah. have the belief that there they is... can do something, and then yeah. there is, it there it is... just comes from leadership. You get when you are being led by a winner. Benzema has been in how many Champions League winning sides? So far, there's there, there there's a vibe about about being a Madrid player. Like it's like there's there's no player except except maybe um except maybe he's he's a fan of an opposition club, and then he wants to go to that club. There's no player in the world that, and that's why I'm sure that um what's his name, the guy in Monaco. I cannot pronounce his name. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to say CCH. He's going to play for Madrid. So yeah, if they if they go for him, he's going to play for Madrid next season. I'm so sure of it. There is no other club that will rival Real Madrid. There is Madrid is is the, is the club that defines football royalty. I just feel like they've always they've always been about the Champions League. So 
they've always been about the Champions League. And there's just this there's this passion, you know, there's just this passion of of Real Madrid and the Champions League. I don't know. I don't know. Like it was just difficult. Man City is Man City is a great team, okay, but I've always said this. They don't have very good individual players, you get that can that can turn again that can be the coach on the pitch. You get. Yeah. They don't have that. Cadela likes to be likes to be the most prominent voice in the dressing room. And it affects you when you have to when you have to play these finals, when you're in the Champions League. It's you you need your you need your vocal players to step up. Now that includes it's like let's say at Liverpool now, for example, which is why I'm so I'm so looking forward to that game. Mm-hmm. Against against Real Madrid, okay, we have we have Robertson, you know, a captain. We yeah, have Van Dijk, a captain. We have uh, Henderson, Jim, Jim Henderson, well. captain. You get. We have mm-hmm. uh, like we have Salah. We have there's just so many leaders. Money. We have like it's. It's almost a team of captains. Yeah. So now when when the team is not performing, you have those that are very, very vocal. Van Dyke very vocal. Robertson very, very vocal. Now so those people like can inspire the team on the pitch, you know, with the coordination, the way they play. I don't know. And it's also about history. Man City don't have a great history. And it's always going to it's always going to be something that they would they would struggle against, you know, because sometimes yeah. it's about the history, the history of the club. I don't think their fans are as vocal as other teams. And fans, <laughs> they might probably have lost to Villarreal if they played against that Villarreal side. That yeah. was that determined. But look at Liverpool in the second half against Villarreal. It was the, the Liverpool game. <laughs> it was a game of me. two halves. It was just like, a game it, of was, two halves. it was literally a game of two halves. Like you could separate the first half from the second half. And it was like it was different teams that played. <laughs> That's it. Wow. That's what happens when you go halftime and then you have captains all over. You get, and then you have a tactician to you know to guide them. And they have, they have the head to listen to these things. You know, they have the head to hear these things. So it is what it is. Football, the beautiful game, and I just I just wish my United the best. It's going yeah. to even be a struggle to enter into the top four next season because in the top in in the top four would we are going to be competing with Arsenal that would have probably signed the, a a a centre forward, um, Tottenham with Antonio Conte signing. Like it's going to be it's going to be indeed a challenge. And that's why if, if you're listening, <coughs> I'm just going to tell you to lower your expectations for next season. Because, yeah. Like, like, I just Precious, I just want to see the rebuild, okay? Yeah. I want Precious to see has, the rebuild. Precious has kept on saying that there is no way, and I'll I'll just I'll just emphasize on there is no way United will sign three players and make top four. Yeah, because that's what that's what's why players. I I don't know Ralph Ralph thinks otherwise, but I I think priorities should be different. But that's that's what. The consultants think so. Yeah, he's he obviously has a better football knowledge than I do. But there is no way in any way, even in the championship, 
Dallas United team. <laughs> I'm being I'm being so dramatic right now, but yeah, we will sign three players. We need at least five players. At least, at least, at least bro, at least. At least at five least, players to even have it. We, we need like we need like a 2017 transfer window for Man City, that kind of team, to yeah. to even show that we're serious about about getting the top four. So I I don't know. Like sometimes I I even pity these players because I for for all we want to say about Pogba about how he's not achieved his potential and all of that stuff. Can, I mean, can you really blame him? It's a, it's a really unstable team for goodness sake. And I don't know, man. He's been he's been at the heart of that unstable team, and we've not seen we've not seen the commitment ever for how many seasons now. I don't think we need a popoba. I don't think we need all that. I don't. I highly rate his talent. I highly rate him as yeah. a player. You get ball. I don't think my United right now needs a popoba. No, for all his I'm qualities. Not, I'm not even advocating for him. I I don't yeah. I don't think I rate him as a player. I mean, I rate his ability, but that's what I'm saying. That's his ability. ability. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. But now I just we need hungry people, you know, that are going to come in for not so crazy wages. I don't want someone that's always been in the news. I mm-hmm. want for midfield. I would I would love to have Hydara at my United. Yeah, right now at the moment. And I think I, I think the the funny thing is that. I mean, <laughs> Rafranik wants Kunkunku a lot. But United want a striker, so it's probably known as get mm-hmm. him 70 million, pay him 200k, and then the cycle. I don't want Nunes anywhere near my United. I don't <laughs> want obvious signings. I don't want to wrestle with clubs. For signings. For yeah. signings. There's, Cause... there's, there's Haidara. Um, there's, there's also a centre back. His name does not come to mind now, but there's a center back that Ralph has also recommended. He plays for Entrang Frankfurt. Mm. Yeah. Is this well, Schlotterbach? It's not Schlotterbach now. No, it's no, it's not. Uh, plays for Freiburg. Uh, it's just. I think I heard. I think I heard that news. Well, whatever, bro. Yeah. Whatever. I just. I. I'm going to trust them if they are Ten Hag signing. No matter who he signs, we're going to go ahead and just try to support him as much as we can. But at this point, mm-hmm. I don't mind if we even go lower. I don't even mind if we drop out of the conference league generally. Like I don't mind all that because there is no redeeming this season. There is nothing you're going to get out of this season that is going to redeem it. It's been a woeful season and it's always going to be. It's it's June just just before we end. If I if I end up, United have a goal difference of plus one, and they have played thirty seven games out of a out of a thirty eight game season. So that's that's, that's what sums up our season. I I saw that I saw that start I saw that start because I was looking at the league table earlier today. Just the plus one goal difference, and then we we have we had I think. The worst defense in in the top fourteen teams, I be thirteen teams. We have, we've we, we've considered the the most goals the most goals per season for the defense of Man United since the Premier League became the Premier League. That's that's how bad this season is. That's crazy. That that shows you 
how much it, now it's not only on the defense it's the whole team it's the whole that's, team yeah. that's a representation of how much effort that they put into this season and it's an embarrassment and i wonder where these players will go from here but i'm sure they're not worried about it because playing for my united has probably set them up for life serious setup for i mean come on these guys are earning <laughs> Both the sponsorship, the publicity. Yeah. Publicity that they do not deserve. They don't deserve they deserve to be playing in championship sides. That's what they deserve. But it, it is what it is. The mistakes have been made. Focus on the future. I, I, I don't know if we should do predictions for the Champions League finals. Or we should well what is the are going to wait. Let, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But... You know who I'm going to predict now. <laughs> I I want Real Madrid to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the fairy tale to continue. You know, yeah. they've done so much to be here, and I hope they don't. I mean, they realize that it's going to be one match, so yeah. they won't. They won't have a second match to mount to come back. <laughs> come back. They've had to come back three times. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I feel like. If they can, if they can get their head in the game for ninety minutes, and mm-hmm. they could get the job done. Yeah, well, I mean, Pool have quality as well. So <laughs> Liverpool have more quality. Even they have, yeah, they have more quality. But I was just looking at that. them. I, I, I just yeah, they, they do have more quality, and it's yeah, they do have more everything from defense to attack. They have more, but we're just hoping that something is going to happen and and Remedy is going to find a way to win that match because yeah. it's a final you get. It's not only about quality. Mm-hmm. It's, about, it's also about defending well. It's about game plan. And Remedy have a way of getting you to play the way they want. Like, Yeah. <laughs> but, but we'll see about that. Yeah, I I think we'll talk about that and we'll talk about why Sadio Mane is in the Ballon d'Or conversation <laughs> with, <laughs> with 14 league goals. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll there's there's that. trophies now. There's trophies. African I'll best. I don't that Son has 20 league goals. It's actually really great. <laughs> and I was... I was having a conversation with, with Limi the other day and he was like, where is your, where is your co-host that says son is nowhere near world class? And I'm like, bro, I share that opinion. Talk to me. <laughs> son is nowhere near world class. He's nowhere near world class, my brother. And... <laughs> it can't be, it can't be not... one season. This Let's... is first time. Yeah. And then you want to put him in the same level. Ronaldo <laughs> had 18 for my United and he plays for my United. This my United team. Please. United. Although my son is, is really having is having a madness. Okay. It's, it's I, just, I just I just pray yeah. he continues. He continues with that. And then he's not he's not too old. He can still pull off maybe three, four more seasons like this and yeah. probably mm-hmm. considered as world class then. But yeah. okay. right well, now he just as, there's as still a lot to do. There's he's still just a lot to do. Do you think he's had a world class season? Mm, I think he has as as a player, but not his team definitely. He was he's scoring outrageous goals with his left foot, man. Yeah, <laughs> he should keep eating whatever he's eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, um, 
that's it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm willing to hear that Hurricane Benzema argument again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, quickly, um, there's um, we're on social media. There's there there's a pool right now on our on our on our, on our Twitter on our Twitter profile is at my space show, and um, it's obviously the UCL final, so you could you could go vote. You probably say your reasons for voting for the team um, in the comment section. So social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And of course, um, the podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Listen Notes, on Apple Podcasts. Um, it's also available on Breaker and Radio, 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 oh, Radio Public, I guess, or something like that. Yeah, so those, those, those streaming platforms, it's available on, on on a lot of streaming platforms, you can listen anywhere from your phone, and so yeah, um, that's it. And follow us on social media at my space show on Twitter and Facebook, and at my space show underscore. Join the conversation. We want to know what you think about what we talk about. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Bye bye. And this is the end of our therapy session. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> 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 Thanks for joining our therapy session. Ha, ha, ha.